Now, I know that as we run through this episode and I share all these different ideas with you, I know that the biggest challenge you're likely to face is time, having the time to actually implement all of these things. So before I share some different ideas, we need to tackle this challenge first and that's what I'll start with. So keep listening for ways to approach organic marketing so that it actually sells for you and to figure out whether you can actually make some time for this. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm so pleased you're here. As an education business owner myself and a former teacher, I understand the nuances that only apply to us. So in this podcast, I share fluff-free, tailored and actionable ideas that you can mould to suit your needs. If you'd like to take this conversation further, please do reach out. I would love to meet you. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review. That way, you'll be helping me help more people. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. One of the biggest surprises that new business owners have is just how much time they have to spend doing things outside of delivering their services and products. But if you think about it, it makes sense. There's a reason why large organisations have entire marketing departments and a team of copywriters and HR departments and accounting departments. We are running a business just like they are. But the difference is we might be on a much smaller scale. And that means maybe we have some team members who help us or maybe we're doing it all by ourselves. But either way, we do have to accept that if we want to develop and grow our businesses, we have to spend that time. We have to find that time. In the show notes, I've shared some other episodes that you can listen to that might help you actually release some time if that's an area you're struggling with. But also on this note, if you really feel like you don't have the time or you don't want to make the time or that you just don't want to do all these extra things that's going to help you attract more clients, then you do have to very honestly consider the position you're in. And there's no right and wrong here. Just because you're a business owner doesn't mean that you have to keep growing and that you have to scale and that you have to launch new things. You might want to, but it doesn't mean you have to. And in fact, I think that sometimes it's really healthy to pause and just enjoy what you've created rather than always being on the treadmill of trying to attract more. But if you're determined to find the time and if you're feeling proactive and firm on wanting to grow and develop your business, then keep listening. So when we're talking about marketing, it can come in lots of different forms. But the thing that is consistent is that it all relies on content, whether that's content through a podcast, videos, webinars, social media, blogging, whatever it might be, it all relies on content that you're putting out there. So since that's the cornerstone, that's where we'll focus. You may have heard phrases like content is king and there's a lot of truth in that because it doesn't matter how pretty our Instagram feeds look or how many likes and followers we might have on social media. The quality of our content and the substance of our content is what's going to make the difference between it attracting clients for us or not. Now I'm not disregarding the importance of getting engagement because ultimately that's what helps your content reach more people. And that's also what gives other people confidence in your content. That's why at the start and sometimes at the end of my episodes, I ask whether you would take a minute to write a review for my podcast because that helps it reach more people and it helps others decide whether or not to listen. And so engagement, even if it's in the form of testimonials, is really important. But also we can sometimes get hung up on that because it's the first piece of data that we can monitor and track our success with. 
But really, the measure of success is how many clients are walking through the door as a result of that content. When we spent a month on content strategies in the mastermind, the main thing that really cropped up was how important it is to write content that resonates with your audience. I'll tell you something I discovered recently when I decided to spend a few months very closely monitoring the results I was getting on LinkedIn. What I did was, at the end of each week, I reviewed what kind of engagement I got the week before on my content and how many discovery calls came through it. And the one trend that I discovered was that the content that led people to book discovery calls with me and led to engagement was when I talked about things that really mattered to my audience. Now, I'm specifically highlighting that I did this for LinkedIn because, as you'll know, if you've listened to some of my episodes about social media, every platform has a different style and people respond differently on each platform. So you have to take one at a time if you are focusing on something like social media or even another method like podcasting or blogging or email marketing. For example, even though I'm connected with some of the same people on LinkedIn and Instagram, on Instagram, the content that works the best is when I share some kind of valuable tip. That's generally what leads to someone booking a call with me. But on LinkedIn, people tend to book calls when I demonstrate that I understand the position they're in because I've been there or I'm in it with them too. And the same applies to other marketing methods like email marketing. The emails where people actually reply to me and where they book discovery calls are still about topics that matter to them. But with email marketing, there is a subtle difference for me. I find that the things that get a really good response could be either talking about a topic that matters to them, or it can be where I'm giving them a resource or a tip that helps them with a challenge that they're facing. So again, it is a subtle difference between what works with my email marketing in comparison to LinkedIn and Instagram. So we do have to look at each one at a time. But the most common thread between all of them is that the thing that consistently works is content that helps me connect with my audience. Think of it like this. When someone consumes your content, you want them to feel like it was created especially for them because it gets to the heart of exactly what they've been experiencing or that it solves a problem for them. Now, something I showed the members in my mastermind when we were looking at this was how you can approach this by splitting your content into two categories. The first category is objections and the second category is hot topics. Objections are about listing content ideas where you are preempting and tackling things that might be stopping a potential client from taking action. So if you think about it, when I started this episode, I started by talking about the lack of time because I know that your objection to implementing some of the things I'm discussing might be the feeling of not having enough time. If I hadn't tackled that at the very beginning, then your mindset as you're listening would be very different. So think about how people might perceive what you're selling and preempt that through your content. For example, I know that many people who do what I do, like offering things like courses and mastermind style services, I know that they tie people in for a certain length of time. Having been in that position where I was looking for business support, I knew that one of the things that stopped me from going ahead was that commitment. I didn't want to be tied in and it made me nervous to pay a large sum of money and be committed to something that might end up not being right for me. And I knew that if I felt that way, then there'll be other people who feel that way as well. So when I launched the Tutors Mastermind, I made sure that in my content, I made it very clear that you pay monthly and you can cancel at any time and you can rejoin at any time. And pretty much any time that I promote the Mastermind, I make sure that I include that. 
So here I'm preempting the possible objections someone might have because they've assumed that if they join, they'll be tied in for a long time. So think about all the reasons why potential clients might be hesitating to take things further with you. And the reason why this is important is because when someone is hesitating or if they have an objection or if they have a question, there is no guarantee that they're actually going to contact you. You might have people looking at what you offer and not even taking things to the point where they get in touch with you to ask you that question. So you're not given the chance to answer questions or to put their minds at ease. So to compensate for that, you can do it through your marketing content and things like your website copy. So really put yourself in their shoes. Now, when it comes to hot topics, which was the second category I mentioned, these are things that your clients either want to know about or things that really matter to them. So it might be something they have a very strong opinion about, or it could be about a challenge they face. For instance, I know that with education business owners, particularly those who come from an education background, money is a really interesting topic to discuss. I have seen and taken part in many debates about how wanting to earn a good income from our business doesn't mean that we don't care about the impact we make on our clients. The two can go hand in hand. Now, that's just my opinion. But from seeing so many people talk about this and having different opinions, I know it's a topic that matters to them. So that could be on my list of hot topics to talk about. I might ask questions or share my opinions and experiences around it. And actually, There are two LinkedIn posts that I wrote around this topic that spring to mind and both of them got lots of comments and they both led to people messaging me privately asking for the link to book a discovery call. So talking about things that really matter to people, it really works. But this concept of focusing on the hot topics also applies to content where you're sharing value. So as an English tutor, I know that a really common question parents ask me about their children who are taking entrance exams is what books should my child be reading? So instead of me deciding what I'm going to tell them because I think it's important, it works much better when I create content that's around the topics that they are specifically saying they're interested in. So focusing on really high quality content is really the key in making sure that your marketing isn't just spreading the word, but it's also actually selling for you. Because if we don't give our potential customers the confidence that we can help them solve their problems, it doesn't make sense for them to buy from us. And when you're a service-based business, it's even more important to make sure that they are confident that you understand the position that they are in. Majority of education business owners who book discovery calls with me start by saying that they have been to other business coaches, but the reason why they're interested in working with me is because they know that I understand the industry because I already have an education business and because I come from a similar background to them. I am an ex-teacher. Now, another thing to consider is when you're delivering a service, how you actually connect with your customers makes a huge difference to the impact that you can make. But very simply, if you work with people who aren't compatible with you, they're not going to get a great experience. So when it comes to organic marketing, I like to see my content as a gatekeeper. If you want to do the same, then make sure that your content makes very clear who you are, how you work, your values and what the experience of working with you is like. It goes such a long way to attracting clients who are compatible with you. And if a potential client is compatible with you, the more likely they are to start working with you and the more likely they are to see great results. And this really links to something that will be a game changer for your marketing. 
I have really learned that relationships are one of the best ways to grow your business in terms of attracting more clients. In fact, marketing has changed and it's continuing to change, which is why I'm planning an entire episode dedicated to this. We thrive on feelings and relationships. So sure, if I was buying a coffee machine, I don't need to have a relationship with the people I'm buying from. I can just compare different products and I I might even make a decision purely based on price. But if I want to hire someone to help me to develop my business, a thing that I created, the thing that's so important to me, I'm not going to simply compare the different packages that different business coaches offer and make a decision based on that. I need to meet the person who's going to be working with me, whether that's through a one-to-one meeting or whether it's because they've shown so much of themselves through their content. Now, at this stage, you're probably thinking, well, that means I need to create more video content. And while that's one powerful way, it's not the only way to help people get to know you. And I want to mention that because not everyone's comfortable getting on video or maybe people aren't ready to start going down that route because it's a bit time consuming. People can get to know you through some ideas that I've already shared. For instance, if I wrote a LinkedIn post all about my opinions on money mindset and invited people to share their opinions, I don't even need a picture of me to accompany that content because I can form relationships simply by replying to comments and having conversations there. So if you think about it, everything is interlinked. The fastest and most effective way of attracting clients is through relationships. And you can do that by publishing high quality content about topics that matter to your potential clients. Because especially when you sell services, if you put yourself into the shoes of your potential customers, knowing that someone is really in line with how you think and how you do things massively boosts the chances of you wanting to work with them. So today I've meandered through a lot of different ways you can strengthen your content, how you can participate in your marketing efforts to really make sure that your hard work is paying off. Because marketing is time consuming, so we need it to sell for us. I hope you found this episode useful and you'll hear from me on Wednesday for my weekly micro episode that gives you a quick business boost. Thank you as always for listening. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas on tailoring your business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.